This is Continua. We're guided by music and grounded in science. Journey with us as we explore the intersection of music and health. We're diving into discussions with professionals and creatives. We're sharing information and giving you conversations to motivate you along your health journey. I'm Chloe Livray. I'm Aliyah Abdullah. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to The, the Continua, Continua Podcast. We just got called the um, fresh juice people by Kyle. So I guess that's the setup for Chloe, what's in your juice? Sure. So I am drinking Athletic Greens, which is a New Zealand-based company. And they've created a, um, a concentrated powder of like 75 different fruits, vegetables, but all like greens. And so it's just very um, nutritious. <laughs> um, and it's kind of like a good Kickstarter for my morning. Nice. So I'm getting like just tons of antioxidants, tons of micronutrients in my bod in the morning. Nice. And yeah, and it tastes good, which is it's rare to find um, like a green drink that actually tastes good. Yeah. Yummy. Yeah. So. So that's Athletic Greens. Sponsor us. Aaliyah, what's in your juice? Yes. So my juice has... Sorry, that was long-winded. <laughs> Aaliyah, what is what is in your green juice? So my green juice is not sponsored. Um, however, it is made with love from the Vitamix in my kitchen that had... I put... Let's see what I put. I put basil, pineapple, um, spinach... Spritz some lime, coconut water, and then sometimes I'll add mint. Ooh, or yummy. Kale. So it's my yum, way yum. of, yeah, just making sure that I get my greens for the day. But getting to the guests, but yes, we have Rome Castile. Yes, thank you. Um, unfortunately, I don't have a juice. I'm very inconsistent with the juice. Get I do juice with sometimes. The program, bro. <laughs> I got to get with the program. Um, but you ladies' juice look very, you know. Nutritious. Uh, Thank you. Catch up. Nutritious and delicious. <laughs> Anything yes. that's green, it's just it's automatically, it's you know. You can't yeah. go wrong. You automatically feel like it's you're drinking something healthy if it's green. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is true. This yes. is definitely true. Very, so very Rome, true. Rome can can share a little bit more um, about himself, which we're so thankful and grateful to have you here. He is a recording artist and songwriter. Yes. Tell um, us more, Rome. Yeah, so my name is Rome, Rome Castile. I'm from Los Angeles. I just like to say Los Angeles because nice. I bounced around so much as a kid. And um, yeah, I songwrite and I'm an artist. And it's kind of crazy how I stumbled into that space. I just like thought I was going to play basketball or something like that. You know, the, the dream everybody thinks when they're younger. Mm -hmm. And then um, it just happened to just go a different direction for me. And then here I am. So, so yeah. what what genre so we can preface people? Um R&B um my bad I'm too close. R&B alternative. I like to dabble in lots of things. So even country, soul, just like Dope. a bunch of different things from a writing perspective for sure, like mm -hmm. the co uh country and soul. So I feel like country too. is really derived from R&B and and it, it and is writing. it is to a certain extent. Interesting. Uh, it's all just one. I think all genres kind of just blend mm -hmm. into each other in a I should probably more so say blues. Like mm. country yeah. is more so derived from blues. Mm -hmm. 
Chloe and I were talking about how we experience music, and I'm mm. really curious to ask from someone who makes it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's one thing for us to be consumers mm. um, that listen to it, or me, for example, that dances to it, Chloe who flows to it, but to be the person like creating blank it. canvas, you mm. know what I mean? You're creating this out of nothing. So how do you experience um, it? The way I experience music is, um, man, I just, it's almost, like you said, it's a blank canvas, and then I just go deep somewhere in my kind of like imagination and I just go I'm really a fantasy land kind of creator mm-hmm. so it's like it could be it could be a simple word that I can just take somewhere and just go down this whole rabbit hole and just try to figure out like a, a crazy idea like I'm more of like um how can I say it I'm more of like a fantasy romance kind of creator so I like to just find okay. little key catch words or whatever and then Fan I like rom. to go yeah <laughs> Fan, fan rom. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's so, a new one. We'll, we'll, keep, we'll keep that one. Fan rom. Fan rom. Um, but yeah, how, like as a creative, I mean, to be honest, I haven't figured out really how to put it into words because I've been asked this before, and it's like because it's so instinctual for me, I just mm-hmm. go down this, I go to this place. It's hard to put it into words, but I would say that's what it is—a blank canvas. It's a track, and then I just kind of close my eyes, and whatever comes out, and then that's when I start getting particular. Like, okay, we can keep this. We can't keep this. And are you doing something specific as you're in this blank can- canvas stage? Like, what do you, where are you? What do you, you know, what's your environment like? Um, it depends. At the moment in the pandemic, I'm at the crib. So, <laughs> yeah. <either. laughs> uh, for the most part, I mean, I kind of just make sure the lights are low and then, um, I kind of go off sounds. I want to say it's similar. Like, mm. you know how you say you're a dancer. I think, you know, we talked about this. Like, mm-hmm. are you certain things that make you move certain ways? Me, I just look for maybe a top note or whatever. And wherever that melody takes me, I kind of just go there. And I try to put lyrics or, you know, things that mesh and, you know, feel mm-hmm. with the whatever that melody is, you know. So. Dope. Yeah. Very cool. So what has your lifestyle been like as a creative artist uh very uh i would say how can i say it (laughs) there's a there's a word i'm looking for where it's like it's not like you're always all over the place there's really no balance as a creative i feel Mm -hmm. like at least for me i won't generalize it but for me it's always i'm all over the place um there was a point what do you you mean by that all over um, the place just with um, you know, with, with you guys do like with health and everything. I feel like there was a time where I wasn't like healthy. I was eating fast food. I was doing whatever because it's just go 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 go. Mickey D's. Um, Mickey D's. All that. Right. It was like there was a time, but then you know my body kind of start letting me know like, nah, bro, you gotta chill. So <laughs> ooh, how so? Like what what were those indicators? Um, I would have anxiety attacks, and I would just I'd be in my car driving. I gotta pull over, and I just I I couldn't understand why my body was doing certain things. Um, I'll be dehydrated. I'll be mm. super tired. Mm. I'll be just just a, a so many different mood swings. Just a lot of things. So, um, yeah, that's I had I had to stop and just really reevaluate how I wanted to approach it from a health standpoint. But life as a creative is all over the place, and you just never know, especially when you're a writer, because it's almost like you're at you're on everybody else's time. It's like come here, come here, come there, mm-hmm. and then you kind of just forget about like what you're doing it's like you just gotta attend to other people you know so you feel like you decided to take your health um i wouldn't say more seriously but prioritize it more when you started noticing your your body's reactions to things yes and then 
how do you feel like that's influenced your work now? And I ask that because I I feel like there's this uh, common perception of like, to your point, like the creative world, like it just is what it is. And there's no mm. way to incorporate your healthy right. lifestyle into that. Right. Like how were you intentional about doing that? And how has that even benefited your creativity in your work? Um, I was very intentional once the anxiety attack started happening. I got, I, you know, I, I mean, you know me, I go into this, I need to figure out why and what. I just go into this deep thing of like, it gets, I go into books and all type of stuff. So um, how it's helped me, I realized I had to do a process of elimination. I was like, okay, what is causing me the jitters and all this? I was like, okay, well, let's eliminate sugar. Let's start there. I was like, okay, well, let's cut back on the caffeine. See how I feel there. And it was just little things. I didn't figure it. It took couple months to figure it out um but then slowly i i just started fully cold turkey and things and then they just started i kind of felt like i got back in balance um but as a creative how it's changing my diet affected me man it's been very beneficial like i wake up now i you know i eat jog meditate do all these things and i um i feel better when i approach this blank canvas now it's like you know it's almost like whenever you approach a blank canvas it's almost like you get this nervousness because you don't know what to do now because of where i am i feel like as soon as i see it it's almost like inspiring like okay i'm gonna go here nice. I'm gonna do this I'm gonna so do it's that. like totally shifted your perspective. it's totally shifted my perspective but i didn't i had no idea because i well, I don't want to generalize and say most men. I think we just we just go, 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 go. Mm. And it's like we don't think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, women too, you know, but I just think. Well, Alicia Houston yes. told us that the prefrontal cortex is smaller in men than it is in women. And that is for, that's instinct. It's um, rationality. It is emotion. What else did she say? Those are the three that I could think of. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So what mm. you're saying is it's true and there's science to back it up. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah, I got I to gotta check that out because I'm a nerd into that type of stuff, especially now since I've like shifted my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's like, give me all the logical, give me, give me all of that. Let me just digest it. So You just got to listen do... to that episode. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I mean, I'm looking I at I actually listened was... to it back um, yesterday. Really? Yeah, and I had Everett listen to it. Oh, he loved it. Yes, I'm oh sure. my gosh. I, I wanted to to tap in and try and help her and, and elaborate, but I the the words, I was learning everything in that moment. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm just looking at Chloe and just smiling like, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> and I'm looking at Aaliyah like, help me out. <laughs> But I do, I do also, I want to kind of give you props and commend you for um, attacking um, your health in the way that you did, because this is, this is what like nutritionists actually teach their clients and it's called an elimination diet. Mm -hmm. And you just kind of figured that out yourself, which is so cool. You were just Mm -hmm. like, okay, how can I better my health? What can I do? What, what can I take out? What can I add in? And it's it's all about knowing your body well enough, mm-hmm. and you kind of proved that you absolutely do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it took a while, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does. It t- it's not a quick fix. It, it takes you know? it takes a minute. I think it's mm-hmm. like what when you're, I want to say, twenty one to a certain age, you're invincible. Like it's almost like you could just go. Mm-hmm. Remember when you go out those hang? You don't even get those hangovers now. It's like you be down for three days. Like it's it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. But it's like this is one of those things where it's like. Um, yeah, you just start feeling different. It's like you, mm-hmm. you need to just figure out what this is and then eliminate. 
Sometimes I would go extreme to it'd be like, it'd be like, I wouldn't eat a whole day just to figure out, okay, well, if I'm not eating, like almost like a fasting type mm-hmm. of vibe. Mm-hmm. And that, that worked too, surprisingly. I was like, hmm. But I still haven't got the science of like what it is, how I need to approach things when I'm feeling off. I just know right now I just don't eat certain things because I'm like, okay, I know that does this, mm-hmm. you know? What about sleep? Like what your your sleeping pattern and schedules and I mean, I don't know. Do you also, let's say you get creative ideas and then you have to sleep on it. You know what I mean? Yes, that that is a, that is a very real thing. It's so crazy because I'll go to sleep dreaming about lyrics sometimes. I'll wake mm. up with like... The, a, like a concept almost like I almost like I dreamt like the song and I wake up and it's like I know how to approach it but sleep I would say it's been a huge thing for me I used to only go off like four hours of sleep or three hours sometimes and then um like I said my body just started letting me know so now I, sometimes I get eight sometimes I get nine but I used to be so hard on myself like you're sleeping too much man you lazy but and I had to realize like that's wild that's, that's that inner that mm-hmm. inner voice telling you and sometimes you got to just block that out like if you're not healthy you can't perform right you know? right so but exactly. isn't that crazy that like you almost position getting rest for your body as lazy yeah it's crazy oh my gosh like, yes oh i'm notorious well i was i was yeah. notorious for that absolutely and especially being an athlete right. you just you want to be so go 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 yes. right because you think like the more you do the better you're going to be. But <laughs> rest is, is just as Essential, important man. as performance. Right. Performing, you know. Mm-hmm. But apparently, and like I said, this is why we I want to have Dr. Jennifer Martin on here, who mm-hmm. is a, um, a sleep psychologist. And she said that the most ideal, like, range to get, or the, the what am I trying to say? Seven to nine hours mm-hmm. is the best amount of sleep that you can get per night. Mm-hmm. But going over that is, she said, it's not it's not beneficial for you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then under is, you know, right. your performance. Deprivation. Um, yeah, your performance definitely um, suffers. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. So seven to nine is the sweet spot. Okay. And then over is not productive either. Yeah, over, I think she said, I, I'm trying to remember, she said... That you become like more lackadaisical. You you're like mm. you're more tired if you go over nine. Mm. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And then under seven is, I mean, you can function, but you're not at your peak state. Right. And we all want to be at our mm-hmm. peak state, right? right. Yes. You know, yeah. owning a business, being a recording artist and a mm. songwriter, we want to be at our very best all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and sleep is like one of the most important elements to that very true yeah so what would you say is your favorite exercise or form of exercise um i would have to say a lot of it is calisthenics so i would say like push-ups uh Running, I I never thought I would like running, but running has somehow got to the top. Do you of the listen chart. to music when you run? I do. Okay, that's, I I have to. Yes, to be completely honest, that's where most of my creative ideas come from. I'll just put on a Spotify shuffle, and when I'm running, sometimes I gotta stop and take out my notes and jot down, and I just but it's wait it, on shuffle. Yeah, like what about like 
uh, I mean, that's funny to me. And I say that to say, like, I don't think that I could put my my music on shuffle because there's, shuffle there's so many listen. genres that I have that yeah. it would literally be all over the place. Like the vibe. That's would, the beauty of it. Yeah, though. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I got to try that. But maybe I'm just like, I'm very specific about what mood yes. am I in today? That makes sense. Because I feel like if um, if it's a mood, then you need, say, for instance, you just need high energy all the time. You need a high energy playlist. Me, when I run, I feel like it's the same as creativity. I'm looking for something to spark something. So that's mm. why I don't necessarily pay attention to the moods. I will say, though, when I usually when I run, I don't run to any music. And that's mm. when I come up with the best ideas. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I would challenge you to to go on a Ooh, run. Ooh, that's going to be hard. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. To go on a run without music <laughs> and Realm, see like it, if, if something, like if you come up with something interesting or like if something pops into your mind. I'm going to I'm gonna try it. I'm going to try it. I've, I've, I've done it before, but I think running for me is not fun if mm-hmm. it's not music because I'll actually start paying attention to like, damn, it's... I'm winded. Like, mm-hmm. what's going on? But you gotta I think be I in like a it. cool environment, though. Right. Like, don't just go around your neighborhood. Like, okay. go, you See, know, it, like go I'm to around. Griffith Park. Go to, go to. You guys you know, know I have on all the, beach, the trails. Run on the beach. That's like a beautiful. I that's could a do that. You know what? I, I can't believe I haven't done that yet. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll try that. You got my environment word. Environment is I'll everything, for right? Sure. <laughs> mm. And then if that. you get the the creative idea for this hit song, you know what I mean? Just be like, yeah, I remember when Chloe challenged me on yes. the continuing podcast. You. I got you. To I'm, run I'm without music, definitely give your song, your, your credits for sure. There we go. <laughs> get, get your percentage. I can be your background singer. <laughs> yes, get your. Chloe percentage. can actually sing. <laughs> we gonna bring, hey, bring her on. <laughs> Chloe, yeah, Chloe has vocals. Chloe's can. We need Chloe the harmonies. Sing. We always need the harmonies. Love it. Love it. Do you think that when you listen to music while you're exercising, for example, and sh- like having on shuffle and going on a run, um, that that music listening experience is different from when you're sitting and passively listening? You know what I mean? And trying to get creative ideas for writing. Um, great question. Um, I think... I think it's kind of, it depends. I feel like it's the same most of the time because when I listen to music, I I never I, like I never listen from like a regular person's perspective. I'm always listening for little nuances and intricacies and <clears throat> excuse me and certain things. So I think when even when I'm running, I'm listening for what could spark an idea for something. Mm-hmm. Like I'm never listening to music just to listen. So that's why I put it on shuffle. It has to be on shuffle for me to really stay creative or stay in this creative place okay so you think you would say that you're when you listen to music then it's not necessarily or or is it something that you actively have to to turn on or turn off but you're not listening from a lose yourself in the music and and the mood and the emotion you're listening from a i'm in this space i'm going to create more how does this inspire me to create more yeah, I, I think it varies because, you know, as a creative, you run, the well runs dry mm. a lot, too. And I think when the well runs dry, sometimes you got to just sit back and lose yourself in experience. Like the other day, I was just like zoning out to a full Adele album and I wasn't looking for creativity. Mm. It was just like. I love Adele. It was just more like just her, this, this spaciness and this you, you're just going somewhere and, I you know, you could just go there. And then a lot of times I would say 80 percent of the time I'm listening to get creative ideas so 80 20 pretty much (laughs) i mean there's there were so many parallels even when you were saying the well runs dry i was just thinking of 
our our body is I mean, yeah. it's the same mm-hmm. exact thing. Same thing with mm-hmm. with your health journey. Looking at your your health journey and your your body as as a journey, like it's changed. Like my my body now is completely different than what it was mm-hmm. years ago. My bounce back game is is way different. But so I, it's my responsibility to kind of mm-hmm. ebb with that flow. I think that's that's one of the hardest parts. <clears throat> Excuse me, um, working with you know like people in their like late thirties, forties. Because they come to me and they're like, oh, my God, I used to look like this. This is what I looked like. And I'm like, but how old were you? And they show me like a photo when they were in their 20s. I'm like, yo, (laughs) so that was literally 25 years ago. How can you expect your body to look the exact same? Three kids later, by the way. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. It can't, you know, and you have to be okay. Like performance and and. well, I'll just say, I'll just say performance is so relative to age too, you know? So your peak performance at 25 is different than your peak performance at 45. And it it just is. It's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like we were, we were talking to Dean, you know, a couple days ago. And as long as he was, we remember we were talking about percentages. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're giving your 100% effort every time, 100% is relative to the mm-hmm. day, you know. Yeah. It's relative to the hour. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but as long as you're still there, as long as you're in that 90th, you know, to 100th percentile, then, you know, you're, you're doing the best that you can do. And that's, you got to give yourself compassion and grace, you know. For sure. So I was going to ask, like, how do you guys, like, patch the illusion that some people come, like you said, somebody could be, like, 40 something, be like, you know, I want to get back to this. Because in all reality, I don't really know the fitness space that well, but can a 40-year-old get back to, like, their 25, 28 figure? (laughs) Kyle, Kyle. Kyle, our sound engineer, is like, oh, my God, Chloe, please answer this question and let it be yes. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, I will say that, unfortunately, (laughs) hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, Kyle, actually, you're going to love this because I actually work with, I work work with a 56-year-old guy who played football at Harvard. So he he has, like, a very, like, athletic body still. Mm -hmm. However... His wife just told me this on Friday that he has not looked this amazing since college. Hmm. Mm. Lifestyle plays such a big role. Yes. So like you have like your like genetic makeup, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And like some people are just naturally more, they have more of an athletic body type than other people. So like in... um, in like the the health and fitness world, they kind of break it down into like three types of body types. There's mesomorph, ectomorph, and endomorph. Define. Okay. Yes. Define. I, yes. Define. I was I was getting there. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to say it first. So mesomorph is the is the is the athletic body type, mm-hmm. and um, it's really easy to gain muscle for that kind of body type. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if they're out of shape, they don't. I mean. They don't, they lose muscle, they like atrophy, but it's not a huge difference. Like people won't notice a big difference. Now for an endomorph, it's kind of the opposite. So endomorphs gain fat very easily. Um, it's much more difficult for them to lose weight. Okay. Um, so they carry just a lot of fat on their bodies. And if they don't work out, they'll gain weight rather than lose weight. 
as opposed to an ectomorph, That's which the is the super skinny one, right? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Which is the complete opposite. So an an ectomorph is someone who actually has a lot of trouble gaining weight. And that can be that can be troublesome as well. Like yes. people don't people don't really think about it. Like I know a lot of girls who are like they're trying so hard to gain weight because they don't want to be they don't want to look you know, like thin or whatever, you know, however they want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, we should all love our bodies, though. Yeah, yes. that's the point. That is that <laughs> but, is deep. Um, but is. just, yeah, just kind of explaining. Um, and so, yeah, so we have those kind of like genetic makeups that we can't really do much about. However, based on our environment and the way that we live life, we can we can change, and we were talking about this, the expression of our genes we can turn them on and off and that's what something that's something called epigenetics it's it's um um being able to it's it's the expression of genes in our bodies so we have the ability to turn them on and we also have the ability to to turn them off that's interesting um and like i said the space you guys are in i'm curious like do you have diet tips like what are the like the diet tips you can this give. This is your interview. What are we doing right now? <laughs> I was just curious because I'm learning. I'm soaking up games. So I'm like, man, I'm curious. I wonder what's on the diet side because, you know, I can make uh, it work. Well, diet, I don't believe in diets. I'll just put it, I'll put it simply. I don't really okay. believe in diets. I think they're, um, they're just short term and they're not sustainable. Mm-hmm. And the people who I know who have done you know, have gone through certain diets, have gotten to their goal, definitely. But then what happens after that? <laughs> they fall off. and Well, yeah. it's not even falling off. You kind of just like revert back to what you were doing before because you're like, I hit my goal. What now? Like, I don't know. <laughs> okay, gotcha. You know what I mean? And if you do, if you make changes too fast, you're going to start to crave things. Like it has to be, it has to be progressive. Question for you, Rome. Um, getting back to the listening experience or side of things, when you're creating music, what's your intent for someone to connect? Like, how do you want them to connect with your music? How do you want them to connect with your words? How do you want to want them to connect with what you're putting out? Um, for the most part, it's just honesty. That's the I think that's the biggest Love thing that. I'm trying to get out when I put out music is just honesty. I just want to talk from a place of my experience. I don't want to lie. I don't want to do anything. Hey, you believe in something. So it's just like an honesty place. And um, that's my intent. That's always my intent when I put out music. Do you have a particular um, time or moment? Like, have you had anyone um, that has listened to your music in the past that has wrote you like, this changed my life? Or I listened to this at a very specific time and this helped me get through xyz or whatever it is that they may have been experiencing um yes i've had quite a f- I, had, I had a quite a few of those but the one that kind of stuck to heart um there was a uh, this girl that reached out to me and um i didn't you know i didn't really really break down my story in the beginning of the podcast but i grew <laughs> up in a uh, foster care and I put out a song in one of my projects called the 60 series. And I was talking about how most people would think that when you grow up in foster care, it's almost like, you know, a poor guy or poor this, or I feel bad for him. But it was like the opposite for me. I feel like my experience was 
different and the fact that I made it out and all the different opportunities I had just because I didn't go down certain paths and I was kind of giving opinions on what you should do and how you should attack and do these different things. And um, this girl reached out to me and was like, hey, you know, I grew up in foster care. I was in all girls home and I was fighting a lot and blah, blah, blah. And I started listening to your music and I got moved and now I'm on my way to college and all these different oh, type of things. And that kind of like I just got chills. Yeah. yeah. So oh my gosh. Yeah. That's, that, that, that's so special. Yeah, that wow. Kinda, that changed my life. And I was just like, man. Wow. That's that's what that's the reaction. I try not to look at music and try, you know. I think everybody has a, a you crave a reaction or something. But that was the moment where I was like, everything I've done, this is what it was for. I was like, yo, that was amazing moment. So touching people through what you're yeah, just through words. What, yeah. through words and do mm. you um actually this is a great question or well, wow <laughs> I think it's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> Patting yourself on the back right there. <laughs> this is an amazing question that I'm about to ask. <laughs> I just gotta let you know it's, it's amazing. Just preface that. <laughs> I think I had a whole conversation in, in my head, head before yes. I asked the question. <laughs> the question that I have is um, vulnerability, right, and honesty. Because even with what we're putting out with with continuum, putting ourselves out there in Rome, you know me. I'm mm-hmm. a very private person. Yes. So, um, how do you push past push past and work past that? level of openness with your music right because it's like sometimes maybe it is your your true story maybe it is your experience you know what i mean and you're sh- you're sharing that and you're giving that to the world um i i, I still battle with that because I, I battle with this thing where it's like it's almost like when you hear the current music out today it's like this is what everybody wants to hear this is what everybody wants to hear so sometimes i get in this headspace where i'm like well, people don't really want to hear about, mm-hmm. you know, they don't want to hear the, the, I think the way I push past it is, um, I just kind of stopped talking to people for like, I want to say a, a week or two weeks when I'm in project <laughs> mode, because it's like, you want I don't, yeah, the, the noise, I mm-hmm. felt like I'm very, um, I'm, I'm very collaborative, um, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm open to hear ideas. And I think so many voices in your head could be like, could just cloud your judgment. So, um, I kind of just, yeah. <laughs> I kind of just, when I'm in that moment, I just kind of close my eyes, pray on it. I don't talk to nobody and I just put it out. I love that. I love that. And I think that's great advice for other artists out there. Yeah, no, for sure. Because you can, I mean, oh my gosh, the amount of opinions that that are in this world. <laughs> yes. And people are are genuinely trying to help. But... That, but you know, it's it's their opinion. It's their not opinion. Yours. It's, mm-hmm. it's their truth or whatever works exactly. for them. It doesn't work for everybody. Exactly. So mm-hmm. that's what that's what I've been learning. And um, like no, like you said, no knock to anybody who's mm-hmm. trying to give opinions because I I genuinely believe that a lot of people are here and they're good. They you know good intentions and good hearted. But I just think that works for you. It mm-hmm. doesn't work for me or somebody else. But the way I look at you guys is uh situation the business you got going on here is like, you know, when you say movements and everything i always put it back like in music it's like the music is instrumental it's like the bodies are the lyrics Mm. so it's like the way you're moving that's i feel like you guys have it down yeah Mm -hmm. it's like you guys have it down so it's like i feel like the simple fact that you know when you guys bring in a dj or whatever i feel like it makes it it makes it real for me. I feel like mm. I would go and I would want to work out because it's like I'm not just going to the gym and I'm hearing music. Right. I'm hearing techno. T- 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 like I'm no, I'm not. 
I want to connect, you know. So I think it's really dope what you guys are doing. And hopefully Thank we'll you. have the opportunity to drop some of Rome's tracks. Absolutely. Yes, doing. yes. That would be amazing. You <laughs> know? Plug, yes, plug. Yes. So speaking of speaking of which, what is what's next for you? What's next for me at the moment? Um, to be completely honest, I felt just creating this year has felt really weird. I just felt mm. like I don't want to market to people. I don't want to like I just feel like I want people to you know, sit with themselves and try to mm-hmm. get themselves together. So it's been it's been really weird. It's like I try to be selfless in that way. But I think the next thing as far as for Rome would probably be um writing. <laughs> I love that you talk to yourself <laughs> in the third person. I, I do it. Like, <laughs> what is next for Rome? Rome? Yeah, what is next for Rome? Do Rome, it, Rome, think, it, Rome, it, Rome. Yeah. I think for me, um I've been What's next for me, for sure, I'm, I'm going down a, a writer's path because I feel like there's so many different things that I want to say and I feel like I can't say, pers- I feel like I, it's for somebody else. I feel like I enjoy that part of things right now, which is writing. And then I want to say towards the end of 2021, maybe we'll be looking at a project because I just, the way I create is I have to sit, I have to have something to talk about, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be honest. I don't want to be too straightforward with the pandemic. I right. want to internalize. I want to sit back and just come with something. So I'm going to say mm-hmm. writing for sure. Nice. Sounds like it'll be real healthy. Yes. <laughs> I feel like mentally, spiritually, physically, mm. I, that's how I kind of work. I just got to sit with myself and just, you know. Love it. Love it. Can't wait mm. for you to try the experience. Yeah. Very yeah, excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I just, I'm worried about that Charlie horse. I want to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> And I will also, side note about a Charlie Hoist, it's not just like getting into new, um, like getting into new or creating more space in your body. It's not just that. It could also be like nutritional. Mm. Like if you don't have enough potassium, if right. you don't, if like you're dehydrated, like it could, it could be a host of things. Yes, so. got you. <laughs> just Very bad. true. Just, yes, I don't want to just, just say like, oh, <laughs> yeah, keep going. And then, you know, you're totally depleted, like. <laughs> can't even you know no, totally, I totally get yeah. it mm-hmm. um so rome this is what we ask our guests at the end of every episode every conversation what is your definition of journey definition of journey hmm my definition of journey is i would i'm gonna have to say uh change constant change Mm -hmm. um and just going and not giving up i think that's my definition of journey it's like so many obstacles and adapting and all that but you just keep going Mm -hmm. makes sense absolutely so where can our listeners find you What's your your handle, your tag? What yes. can they expect from you? Oh, you can find me at Rome Castile. That's going to be all of my handles. That's R-O-M-E-C-A-S-T-I-L-L-E. And that's on all handles. And I think the song right now I want you guys to listen to, or I know the song right now I want you to listen to, is Far Away From Home. Yeah. It's a great tune. I remember by that. you? By yeah, me. Yes, by Rome. by Rome Castile. Okay. Far away from Far home. Far away from home. Well, we appreciate Thank you, Thank you so much, Rome. Thank, Thank you. I appreciate y'all. Anytime. I'm really excited with what you ladies are doing. I can't wait to pull up and, you know, <laughs> yes. enjoy. Pull up. Pull, pull up. up. And immerse myself in the experience. Love yes. It. Yep. Amazing. All right, all. 
You're Have Audi. a wonderful day. Toodles. See ya. Mm. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Continua Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about our Continua experience or have any questions based on the topic of this episode, DM us on Instagram at the Continua.